0: Welcome back to New World Next Week. I'm James Corbett at CorbettReport.com.
1: And I'm James Evan Palato for MediaMonarchy.com. Spotify has become a very damaging force via its misinformation and lies. We've got that story, plus British boob tubery, But first, James, it, it hit me as I was kind of putting a bow on this. this. This is nearly almost like a Good News Next Week episode. Nearly. Nearly. Biden withdraws COVID vaccination and testing regulations aimed at large businesses. The Brandon administration is withdrawing its COVID-19 vaccination and testing regulation aimed at large businesses following the Supreme Court's decision to block the rule earlier this month. The U.S. Department of Labor's Occupational Safety and Health Administration, we've talked about OSHA before, said it will be withdrawing the vaccination and testing emergency temporary standard, if you see the acronym ETS, I had to check that one out. Oh, that's emergency temporary standard for businesses with a hundred or more employees. The decision comes less than two weeks after the Supreme Court blocked the rule, dealing a major blow to Brandon's attempts, because it's all his, it's all his ideas, to use the power of the federal government to combat the COVID-19 pandemic, which was uh, unironically started by that same federal government. The results... After evaluating the court's decision, OSHA is withdrawing the vaccination and testing ETS as an enforceable emergency temporary standard, OSHA wrote in a document set to be published in the Federal Register. OSHA strongly encourages vaccination of workers against the continuing dangers posed by the COVID posed by COVID-19 in the workplace. The withdrawal will be effective Wednesday, pretty much right now, as we are speaking. According to OSHA's statement, in freezing a lower court opinion that allowed the regulation to go in effect nationwide, the Supreme Court majority sent a clear message that OSHA, charged with protecting workplace safety, had wildly overstepped its authority. In contrast, though, the justices said that a separate agency could issue new rules to kill Grandma with Medicare and Medicaid, though, the rule would have affected some 80 million individuals there would have been exceptions for those with religious objections instead those religious folks are going on a secret brandon list you may have heard about biden administration to list employees seeking religious exemptions to vaccine mandates in a new database we have got all the osha links for you osha's covid 19 vaccination and testing ets and now i didn't think about it james but in now related news This just broke earlier. Justice Stephen Breyer to retire from the aforementioned Supreme Court, paving the way for a Biden appointment. So that just broke hours earlier today, which, of course, means Brandon could swap Copmala over to SCOTUS, but all those sort of speculations. But really, James, it does seem like from from fevered egos of pop stars to Supreme Court justices and CEOs, it's almost like a lot of folks are cashing out that almost like they don't have the stomach for what's happening anymore. James?
0: There is a definite shift going on, which I think everyone is feeling in all different parts of the globe right now. The, The narrative is changing. And yes, there are some causes for celebration. As you say, this is almost nearly like a good news episode, but not unmitigated. And here's where my concern comes in. I'm going to be writing about this in more detail this weekend because I think this is so important for us to keep in mind. Yes, okay, let's celebrate the progress that is being made, but let's not lose sight of the real end goal here, which, as I have always stressed since the beginning, people can go back and dig this up throughout the work that I've been doing for the past two years. I've always been saying my biggest fear is that this isn't the kill shot, literally or metaphorically, that this is the first salvo in a years-long, decades-long process of re-engineering the governing principle of society into the biosecurity state. And this is just about laying the infrastructure. I mean, five, ten years from now, we'll be looking back. Oh, yeah, remember that COVID-19 thing? Oh, anyway, and now I got a scan to get into, you know, this restaurant or whatever. Uh, They are hardwiring in the infrastructure so that, yes, they may pull back here and there, but... Look at the devil in the details. And so let's go actually to that U.S. Department of Labor post, COVID-19 vaccination and testing ETS. And this is the money quote. This is what it's about, in my opinion. Although OSHA is withdrawing the vaccination and testing ETS as an enforceable emergency temporary standard, the agency is not withdrawing the ETS as a proposed rule. The agency is prioritizing its resources to focus on finalizing a permanent COVID-19 healthcare standard. A permanent COVID-19 healthcare standard.
1: It's capitalized, James. They capitalize it in their write-up. That means that's that's official, baby. That
0: that is. Exactly. And why aren't we making permanent standards for this? temporary thing that's going on right now that we all know it's, you know, it's going to end at some point, maybe this year, maybe next year, whatever. Why are they making a permanent COVID-19 healthcare standard? Because this is, of course, of course this is not about COVID-19. It is about the biosecurity state. And that is what they are doing right now. They are laying the infrastructure so that when They release the smallpox, Marburg, whatever, 2025 variant, whatever, that actually does have a high kill rate, or whatever it is they're going to unleash or do in the future, then hey, they've already got it in place, and hey, everyone will be lining up, whether they like it or not, to get the shots that are part of the COVID-19 permanent standard, right? This is, unfortunately, where my mind goes in all of this. So yes, okay, great, yay. This is a at least something, but it's not the whole thing. This is, we may be winning a battle, but they're not giving up the war. And we shall, we shall not. <laughs> that sounded very portentous. We should not lose sight of the real goal here. And also, I like how this story, as you mentioned at the end there, talking about the Supreme Court retiring and, you know, the politics behind it, I like how that highlights the absolute insanity that we have all just come to accept as, well, this is just how it is, that law itself, justice, the very nature of justice between human beings governing our relations Depends on whether it's a D or an R in office or transpose that to whatever your particular political situation is in your locale, a a liberal or a conservative or whatever. It, It depends who's in office, who gets to choose, you know, who gets on what, who gets to wear, don the black Saturnalian robes of power in order to make decisions like this about what mandates can or cannot go into place and that's what governs our relations between each other anyone who doesn't see that for the transparently stupid nonsense that it is is not paying attention
1: well and, and one hand washes the other as we've said oh gosh these rules for my favorite guy couldn't possibly get passed on to the guy i don't like next trump loaded the gun biden is pulling the trigger again and again and again lather, rinse, repeat. James, to to laugh, to not cry. This morning, we were having some fun with a virulent soy flu as you talk about all the next waves of everything rolling out. But as, that's what I've said, what you have said about these last couple of years. I make it as the relationship to, of course, 9-11. We haven't even gotten to the take your shoes off at the airport part of this giant psyop. That was that was a couple years into the 9-11 psychological operation. We haven't even gotten to that real sort of slavery part yet. And again, like all sequels, everything is worse. The body count is higher. That's how we get rolling on New World Next Week, episode 473, our second segment, that big story out of Canada. Of course, keep on rocking in the free world, James. I've gotta have a musical rant sidebar if you please indulge me. Elderly freedom of speech warbler names his tour's rebel content and plays abortion parties, bans others' speech. Elderly Neil Young throws tantrum over Joe Rogan, demands Spotify remove his songs. James, this story's been bubbling over for several days. It all finally came to a head today. But really, what grabs me is Neil Young's post on his own website. It's, you know, if you've kind of heard us talk about jell ab or Nick Cave or The Officer, all the other fake rebel sellouts that love big pharma, they're writing it themselves. This is from Neil Young. Quote, Spotify's become... A very damaging force via its public misinformation and lies about COVID, I realized I couldn't continue to support Spotify's life-threatening misinformation. Before I told my friends at Warner Brothers about my desire to leave the Spotify platform, I was reminded by my own legal forces that contractually I did not have control of my music to do that. I want to thank the giant multinational corporations who own my soul for 50 years for going along with my latest whim of pose of being a rebel. Neil Young, Spotify, In the Name of Truth is the article. That would, of course, be the same Neil Young that sold his song catalog for $150 million last year and the update. This is why I'm covering it, James. This is why to post. Spotify removes Neil Young's music after Joe Rogan showdown. This is the same Neil Young you might recall that posed against Monsanto, made a big old stink about weird experimental pharma medicines and stuff. He's also, I guess, an officer of the Order of Canada and a dual citizen, and yes, did all those yay abortion, my body, my choice shows with the <laughs> corporate grungers in the 90s. But Seriously, folks, the real big news out of Canada, why an anti-vaccine mandate trucker convoy is driving across Canada. A convoy, a big old convoy of truckers is traveling across Canada to protest new federal vaccine requirements for cross-border essential workers. Supporters driving in their own vehicles joined for parts of the journey to protest the mandates while others have donated millions of dollars through GoFundMe. To help finance the convoy, live streams, of course, posted on Facebook. And there's the big hashtag, Freedom Convoy 2022 has trended on Twitter when it's been allowed. I've also seen this referred to James's hashtag bear hug. Bear hug arriving in Ottawa, January 29th, Canadian truckers convoy for freedom. But the feds don't care. Vaccination will become mandatory for workers in all federally regulated industries, says the federal labor minister. And of course, the tech tyrants are right there. Whichever who's the cart and the horse, the tech tyrants and the state in this situation, doesn't matter. GoFundMe withholding $4.7 million from Trucker Convoy until plan has been presented. I've also seen rumblings of American truckers joining in on this as well. And, of course, the 29th rolling up to this weekend. So big things may be still to happen. But, James, is this another one of those things where maybe just do the thing without the big to-do? Don't involve Facebook. Don't involve GoFundMe, ensuring you'll be caught and fought. And, of course, it makes for great news clicks. And, all of course, the mainstream media can say, look at all these crazy people. But I guess not unmitigated good news, James. Does this help? Is my question.
0: Hold on, James. I I've got my list of Canadian musicians that I'm not afraid to claim as Canadian, and I gotta I gotta cross one off. Sorry. Okay. Well, All right. He's, um, he's,
1: he's a he's a dual U.S. citizen now. Yeah. He's, he's true.
0: <laughs> true. 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 All right. Anyway, back to real business. Uh, yeah. Does it help? Uh, I. You, you know actually in a, in a sense um, getting GoFundMe to scrub their thing and getting you know the pushback actually is part of the point of this is to because this is to put it in people's face so that look, look what they're doing look what they are doing just for us saying mandate freedom. they are painting us as crazy. they are censoring us they are blocking us. Do you want to live in the society? make your choice because this is the line in the sand, and which side do you stand on? So I think it is good to actually force the issue in that way. And yes, of course horse they're going to try to undermine this in any way they can. And I was just talking to my brother in in Calgary yesterday, and he was saying he saw some uh, coverage that was trying to say, trying to paint this as a protest over road conditions, (laughs) as opposed to what it is clearly about, about mandating freedom and obviously the vaccine mandates and all of that. uh, Just hilarious. They'll try absolutely anything. But here's the latest that I could find hot off the news wires. True, decries fringe views of some in trucker convoy as public prepare for its arrival in Ottawa. And of course, they're they're quoting Justin as saying the small fringe minority of people who are on their way to Ottawa, who are holding unacceptable views that they are expressing, do not represent the views of Canadians, blah, 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 blah. Meanwhile, it is uh, either already or on the uh, track to be according to the guinness book of world records the longest convoy in human history yeah fringe minority of just a few scragglers right Uh, it's shaping up to be very very big and unignorable but as you say, that could in fact be part of the problem. So this uh, article I'm reading from um, actually goes on to talk about some of the steps that are being prepared by the Ottawa police and the Parliament uh, P- Protective Service and others to deal with, well, what if they get violent? What if they stay numerous days? What if they become disruptive? And so, of course, yes, absolutely, we need to inform and warn the public about The not fringe conspiracy theory, but the documented reality, specifically and especially in Canada, of government agents dressing up as protesters or pretending to be who they are not in order to entrap the protesters or to incite violence in order to get the crackdown. Once again, this is documented history that I have talked about many, many, many times. Perhaps I'll just throw in one link Police State Canada from the McDonald Commission to the G20, which lays out quite a bunch of uh, information in that regard, back from 2011, where I did, of course, document and talk about the Montebello SPP protest from 2007, where the Cité du Québec, the Quebec Provincial Police, dressed up as protesters, rocks in their hands, threatening the police line until they were called out by the real protesters, dragged down to the ground and dragged into the, across the police line. And of course, the picture was taken where, hey, look at that. The protesters are wearing the exact same issue boots as the police that are arresting them. Hmm. And uh, eventually they did have to admit, yes, that those were undercover uh, Quebec provincial police. So, It has happened. It can happen. It will undoubtedly, there will be government provocateurs that are trying to gin things up. Um, but we know what that is. We will call it out when we see it. The, the nonviolent protest that is happening right now is not a small minority fringe. It is a huge and growing number of people. And uh, we have to force this issue. And this is one way to do it. I don't think it's the way, but it is a way. And I think we should be pressing every button we can right now.
1: That's James. You You said it, but I was taking the note there. I was like, they forget to take off their military issue boots, though. And you can see it. You can see the little you can see the little logos on their boots. Gosh, I wonder if any of that happened at the Capitol riot in the beginning of a change, I'm going to mangle it because I'm just pulling off the top of my head in the beginning of a change. The Patriot is a hated man, scorned. But once, of course, his call succeed, the timid then join him because it costs nothing then to be a Patriot. That's what we are going to see as we've seen it again and again and again. But James, I think you're saying make a tyrant act like a tyrant kick us off of GoFundMe, kick people out of the Ronald McDonald charity house for not being vaccinated. And they're showing themselves. But I guess they won't be showing it on the BBC. Finally, the revelation will not be televised. UK government to phase out BBC TV license extortion racket by, oh, just 2027. Hey, that's way before we'll get the uh, the results of all those uh, Pfizer you know, research. The UK government has announced that it is finally rolling back one of the biggest state-run extortion rackets in the history of modern Western civilization. The BBC's notorious TV license fee is set to be scrapped by the year 2027 as the government has finally come to realize that threatening the public with fines and jail time if they refuse to pay the 200 bucks a year to have BBC propaganda beamed into into their homes no longer a viable business model in the 21st century. Officials have said they plan to freeze the Beeb's annual 159-pound TV tax for the next two years before eventually phasing it out. As a result, the Big Brother Corporation will now face drastic budget cuts in order to balance its unsustainable financial footprint. It's fun to use their words back against them. Government ministers and archaic BBC execs are blaming the glutted marketplace of subscription streaming services as the reason why they can no longer compete in the ever-diversifying media landscape. That might fly in the halls of Westminster, but the truth is that the media mavens and TV executives are aloof to the fact that their collapse in public confidence is because no one trusts them anymore. No one trusts their brand, and they don't appreciate being propagandized 24-7 by a biased, state-run media organ. Nor do they find the BBC's largely banal and bland content offering worth watching. None of this will come as a surprise to anyone like ourselves who have been in alternative media for 16-plus years eating these phonies' lunches from our apartments, none of that will come to a surprise to anybody who's observed the steady decline in the believability of the network's journalism since the Blair years. You know, lying about 9-11 and weapons of mass destruction. The BBC has also, of course, taken a decidedly woke turn in recent years, pushing a clear social engineering agenda The Tories culture secretary Nadine Dory says that the BBC's next licensing arrangement, which is set to take it to the end of 2027, will be the last BBC license fee to be abolished in 2027 and the funding will be frozen. James, why do people love to be lied to repeatedly? Oh, Oh, follow up question. Why do they insist on paying for it as well?
0: Yeah, excellent questions, especially, as this article notes, in the 21st century. It seems like a pretty pretty uh, old-fashioned mindset that we're going to be paying the government for the privilege of having them beam their propaganda into our living rooms. Yeah, ridiculous. But um, trust me, when and if this happens, no one will dance the Belki Bartakamu's Dance of Joy more haughtily than I. And for people who need, I mean, I'm sure our audience is well aware of this, but I did have an entire episode about this on the Corbett Report podcast in 2013, since we're doing old school flashbacks, flashbacks, the BBC exposed. So people can go back to that for just some of the garbage that the BBC has been up to in recent years or recent decades anyway. Um, but Let's not count our chickens before they hatch on this one. So I don't know the internal politics of how this all works, but 2027 is still five years off. And as the Guardian article that this article from 21st Century Wire is, is going from notes in greater detail, this isn't necess- this isn't necessarily the end of the story. I mean, there's more to this. So the BBC will have to negotiate with the government over an entirely new funding model when the license fee funding deal expires in 2027, with potential options including a subscription service, part privatization, or direct government funding. So they might just take it directly from taxes instead of doing the license fee runaround. Um, And this article goes on to note, I never knew this, BBC will continue to receive, in the meantime, 3.2 billion pounds a year in license fee income. 3.2 billion pounds a year to provide such Propagandistic garbage. Anyway, uh, so there's a lot that can happen in five years. This is a negotiation that, as far as I'm aware, still isn't even finalized yet. And as the uh, the article goes on to state, this has a lot to do with the internal political situation there in the UK and Boris Johnson looking for something to appeal to his voter base. But. Bojo may be on his way out from what I'm seeing from the latest headlines and the latest party gate scandal or whatever else. So he may be yesterday's news by tomorrow. And where does that leave this negotiation? And is it finalized? And does that mean the BBC will be gone in 20? Let's just not counter chickens before they hatch on this one. But if and when it happens, that will definitely be good news.
1: James, our arcane pop culture references are usually a bit more of my stock and trade the dance of joy was it like? Was it like legs kicking up in the back? Been quite <laughs> I will not quite perform it for you,
0: but yeah, something like that. And then uh <laughs> what's his name? Jim, Larry Applegate jumped into bulky's arms. Remember that? Yeah. I
1: believe it's Appleton. Anyway. Oh yeah, I'm thinking of Christine Applegate. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> are, 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 are we still on? There is New World Next Week episode 473. Hey, we have newworldnextweek.com. That is the store with DVDs and merch. Uh, We, of course, have my American Post Office box for people who don't do the digital money thing. And I, of course, stream arcane pop culture and very recent pop culture news, music, memes, and more Monday through Friday, 9 to 5 Mountain Time at my own website, mediamonarchy.com. James?
0: I think that's going to end it. Are we still on? Yeah, okay. Well, anyway, thanks for the stories. Looking forward to it again next week. Cheers, buddy. Take care.